You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Um, we did have an interesting one uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Um, a young boy wanted to meet him. And right pre-pandemic, we had it uh, 90% arranged. Um, we've had a young boy, Luke, who's from Warwick. His wish was to hug Tom Brady. So that happened at the Patriots Fantasy Camp in June of 2019, prior to um, Brady leaving us. Uh, so that was an amazing experience. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is being presented by the Warwick Center for the Arts, located next to Warwick City Hall, where amazing artists showcase their artwork year-round in their beautiful gallery, in addition to many exciting classes for children and adults. Before I introduce our guest, I wanted to mention, if you have an idea for a guest, subject matter, comment, or question on Warwick Life, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Our guest today is Mary O'Rourke. She is the Executive Director of Children's Wishes. We invited her to tell us about the organization and how they benefit our residents and visitors to the city of Warwick. Welcome to the show, Mary. Thanks for having me, Scott. Thanks for supporting our podcast. Tell me a little bit about Children's Wishes. Children's Wishes was formed in 2009, and we serve Rhode Island children who are dealing with a life-threatening medical condition, and we grant their wish. Uh, We receive referrals from uh, hospitals, pediatricians, family, friends. Um, We have a process that they go through. Uh, Wish granters are sent out, and we try and make it an amazing experience for them. And so people can follow along as we're talking. Folks, if you want to go to the website, it's www.childrens-wishes.org, no apostrophe, and follow along as we're talking and see some of the great things that this organization does. And Mary, uh, how does this differ from other wish-granting charities? So we work cooperatively with any other wish-granting charities that might be operating in the state. Uh, We feel that we are different in the sense that we do grant wishes as our main mission, but beyond the wish and actually uh, before, during, and after the wish, we provide family support um, to the child, the siblings, and anyone else um, who might be impacted by the wish. And I see on your website and When I was there visiting, you call that family programming? Yes. So kind of tell our audience a little bit about how you go about that. So family programming actually started when we saw a need um, uh, with a sibling and one of the families that was feeling a bit left out. It's a difficult situation when you have a sick child. Um, The parents only have so many hours in the day, and we felt that it was important to always include the siblings in the wish and wish experience and tried to brainstorm on what more we could do. So family programming um, involves our uh, Unpar Golf Academy. We have a fitness um, program, Wishing You Wellness, Words for Wishes Library, which you saw in the office where kids can come in. Um, So again, we're just trying to embrace the entire family, provide support to them after the wish, um, and for as long as they need it. Uh, We think the wish experience is 
amazing, um, but unfortunately, oftentimes children are coming back to the harsh reality of more treatments or just a disease um, that progresses with each year. So we feel that it's important to continue to be there for the family. And you told me about a story where one of the wish processes that you went through was the child taking the family to, to an event? Yes, because we we try and uh, pose the WISH experience as something that the WISH kid is doing for um, their entire family. So Disney is our most popular WISH. Um, so we, when we meet the family, we bring them an icebreaker gift for um, the WISH child and the siblings, and then get to talking about what the WISH might be. If it's a Disney WISH, um, we kind of flip it around and empower the child um, to know that they are going through um, perhaps a, a horrible experience, but um, the positive is they're able to um, bring their family on an amazing um, trip um, and have them be part of the wish. And I think when you see the reaction of the child feeling not like they're taken away from their parents or siblings' time. They feel empowered, and they feel really good that they're the big cheese in the family and taking um, their parents and their siblings away on a beautiful trip. And I think that really makes a big difference. It's not just we're funding a trip and hope you have a good time and hope you can still enjoy it in your situation. It really does bring the family closer because there is a lot of attention paid to the, the child in need. Yes, I think it really helps the whole family come together before, during, and after. Uh, the impact inside of your facility where people have done things after the fact even with a library that you have and signage inside to kind of remember some of the children that are really still part of their organization even though they've passed away. Absolutely. Uh, the library that you saw is a newly in a newly dedicated um, family room. Um, Avery uh, was one of our kids um, who we helped out through what we call a journey fund for kids that may never um, survive to have a wish or in a critical phase of their illness. In Avery's case, um, she was not able to have a wish, but her family uh, came together and has been just an amazing inspiration. Our grandparents wanted to do something for children's wishes, and we suggested um, memorializing Avery, um, as we do with all the kids um, in this room. Um, so that's been a wonderful experience. Her dad and her uncle um, came in and, you know, put a lot of love into those bookcases, and it's just a wonderful tribute as Avery represents all the kids that we've lost. And as we talk about the children in need, what are the typical qualifications or what do you see a lot of? For, well, it's, the qualifications would be two and a half to 18 years old, and it has to be a life-threatening medical condition that's progressive, malignant, or degenerative. And what we do is we receive the referral in and send that out to their treating physician and then the child would be qualified. Um, we do have um, a good majority of the kids that we help out with a wish um, are pediatric cancer patients, but we do have kids that have Crohn's and other complex illnesses. So, you know, we want to always make sure that, you know, we have the appropriate outreach to re be reaching all the kids that we could be helping. And I have to assume that some of the 
referrals that you get, you're able to kind of work with other medical facilities or practitioners that not to say they don't already have the best of care, but you see awful lot of people that you could probably help in a different direction than they may be already looking? Well, I think one thing with the family programming setup is that we are able to network our parents together. Um, So from a holiday party or a family picnic or other gatherings um, in the office or elsewhere, um, we're able to set up kind of an in-house network where the families um, are able to get together and, and share stories and share resources and we're very active in um, networking with charity partners to see where um, they can be of help to our families. We don't want to reinvent the wheel. There's a lot of wonderful charities out there that we're very proud to work with. And, you know, we want to make sure that our families are aware of who else is out there to help them. Because it, I know it's a phrase that's used a lot, but it truly does take a village. And it is a lifetime um, challenge of challenges for these families. And, you know, we want to, again, wish is our main mission, but the family programming concept is, um, as broad as it's long and we are able to do some things internally, but we also want to make sure that we're being a good charity partner and making our families aware of the wonderful people that are out there to help. That really seems to, to hold a lot of value with the families that they, once the wishes is granted, there aren't they aren't leaving you, and they're really staying involved in the organization. So kudos to what you're doing out there. It's really making a difference. Thank you so much. And I think we've we try and respond to the needs of our parents, and we do find that you know it is it's a traumatic experience all around, and there's a lot of loss in the sense that um, you know a sick child isn't able to do all the things um, sometimes for forever or just for a period of time that other kids are doing. So the parents are losing that network also. Um, so we try and not be, as you said, that law, another loss in their life and try and have some consistency for them and help them along the way. And how many children do you typically help in a year? Um, we've To date, we've granted 113 wishes. We have uh, 30 wishes in progress. On average, we would have anywhere from 9 to 25 wishes. It would just depend on, obviously, if a child could travel. Um, the pandemic, we had several carryovers um, through 2020 into 2021, Um but as we always say, good news travels fast. We're very proud of what we're able to do for our families. And, um, you know, the referrals have been coming in. Um, we always say that we wish there were no kids. Um, we wish everyone, you know, had good health. But we're very happy to be able to um, serve these children along with um, other wish granting organizations and other charity partnerships. You mentioned Disney. I'm sure, obviously, as you said, that's your most popular wish. But what other types of wishes do you typically receive? Um, We have anything from bedroom makeovers to shopping sprees. Um, We've had a young boy, Luke, who's from Warwick. His wish was to hug Tom Brady. So that happened at the Patriots Fantasy Camp in June of 2019, prior to um, Brady leaving us. Uh, So that was an amazing experience. Um, 
we've had other meet and greets with the Boston Celtics. We have a young boy, Antonio, who wants to meet the Boston Bruins, another young man who would love to meet um, some NBA players. Um, obviously, given the pandemic, those are a little bit more challenging now, but once a child's qualified, there's no time limit on when it has to happen. Um, so they're in the queue for their wish, and as soon as we can grant those, uh, we will. Um, we did have an interesting one uh, with Robert Downey Jr. Um, a young boy wanted to meet him, and right pre-pandemic, we had it 90% uh, arranged. Um, so we're still we're still hoping that that's going to happen in the interim. Um, he's going to go on a trip with his family. But again, we always have that in the back of our mind. If we can find Robert Downey Jr. again for a meet and greet, um, we'll do that. So again, Disney is the most popular um, for a multitude of reasons. Um, we have no sliding scale um, when you're qualified for a wish. So in order to get into a place called Give Kids the World, um, you could have a million dollars and you're not getting in there unless you're going there on a wish. And it's been called a Disney in and of itself. It's an amazing village um, right in Kissimmee, um, right outside of Orlando. Um, they provide all the wish granting organizations with park tickets, um, transportation support, beautiful villas, um, for the families to stay in. And it's a little mini Disney with rides and 24 hour ice cream. And, um, Mayor Clayton and Miss Mary will tuck you in every night if you arrange that. Um, so, and they also get a genie pass, which brings you to the front of the line for the most part, uh, for all the rides. So it's better than any fast pass that's out there. Um, and it is truly magical. Um, people who have gone 20, 25 years ago still remember going to give kids the world. So if, even if kids have been to Disney, they've never been to Disney like the gift kids the world experience. Um, so again, it remains popular. Disney is quite expensive. So we're able to, with the in-kind support from give kids the world, able to give them, um, the most amazing Disney experience, um, that most have ever had. We've been told. And I'm jealous of a lot of those things. My wife would love to meet Robert Downey Jr. I'm sure there are thousands of fans out there of Tom Brady's who still would take a hug from Tom Brady. So sure. yes. a lot of the things you're doing, uh, even the common people that, that aren't looking for wishes would still dream of things like that. It's kudos to you to be bringing things like that to life. Thank you. We also have Dude Perfect. So that's what we're working on for um, one of our young men, Cameron. Um, so I'm learning a lot about who Dude Perfect is, and uh, he'd love a meet and greet with them. So the kids are always teaching us. They give us strength and courage when we see what they go through. And um, for some of us, um, we're learning a lot about new toys and new experiences through them. So we're very thankful um, to them, too. Could you give us a few pointers as people are listening to this and thinking this is a fantastic organization, how they could do donations to you if it's airline miles or how they could try to help out you helping all these families? 
Sure. Um, you can go to our website, which you mentioned, which is www.childrens-wishes.org. Um, we have uh, some online giving um, that you can be involved in. Um, we have another uh, Roundup program that's featured there. A lot of people um, select us through the United Way giving for workplace giving. Um, we also have Kids Grading Children's Wishes where you know schools will do fundraisers for us, and it could be as simple as, you know, the kindergarten kids doing a jumping contest. You know, we don't care if it's 50 cents or $5,000. It all adds up and it all means so much to our families and to us to have that community support. Um, we have several internal events each year that are listed on the website. So we love to have people um, come and really have a wish family experience. Um, when folks come to our events, we always welcome them to our wish family. Um, we know that the, there's a lot of choices, uh, like the airlines always say, and we're very appreciative when people um, you know, come to our events and we work very hard for them to walk away with an experience. Um, we have a lot of our families that we welcome to all our events, so it's something different for them to be able to come and really meet some of the supporters. And I think um, they form that bond too. And wonderful friendships have come from a lot of those events. So it truly is a family. Um, so there's a myriad of ways um, you can do things. We're always looking for in-kind donations for our events. Um, but we really love people to um, have that wish experience, become part of our wish family, um, see the kids. And, you know, they're kids that you probably pass in a grocery store and have no idea um, what's going on with them. Um, but once you meet them and, and just witness their strength and courage, it truly is a life-changing experience and one that, you know, we wish everyone could um, be a part of. Congratulations on everything you've done. Thank you, Mary, for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick, and for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit, check out children-wishes.org, and see what they all have to offer along with everything in Warwick. Thank you so much for having us, and I am born and bred in Warwick, so very appreciative of the service that you're providing for all of us. Thank you so much. That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. Lastly, don't forget to check out Warwick Center for the Arts at warwickcfa.org. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.